Hey family, welcome to episode four of All Things Mommy Podcast. Thank you for taking time out your schedule to listen to my podcast. For those of you who are listening for the first time, I'm your host, Yashika Kinsey. I created this podcast for all parents and for those of you who are thinking about becoming a parent. This podcast is a safe place for you to share your parenting experience without feeling judged or ridiculed. As for me, as you all know that I have a two-year-old and she is absolutely the love of my life. And I had a great opportunity uh, to take her out of the country for her third birthday. Um, So Ava and I and some other family members, we went to Paris for Ava's third birthday. It was such a wonderful trip. It was definitely my bucket list trip. Excuse me. I've always dreamed of going to Paris. I've always wanted to just experience that culture. And I love the language, French, even though I don't speak it. It's just a beautiful, peaceful, romantic place. And so because I always wanted to do it, I said that I was going to bring my daughter along. So I was intentional about how I planned a vacation. So that's like the first thing I want everyone to know. If you're traveling out of the country or if you're traveling domestically within the state, make sure you're very intentional about your travel plans. I, for one, made sure that two nights before we left, I had like all the documentation that I was going to need, just like passport, ID, all of those were kind of in a secure bag. I knew that I had to get that stuff in order so that I don't forget. Because like any other parent may know out there, when you have a child, your memory, it feels like like you lose some of your memory. Because I, I definitely did. I forget things a lot ever since I had my daughter. So I made sure I had all the documents that I needed. And I also made sure before going to, on the trip that I knew the places that we were going to visit. Like I had known that we were going to go to Disney first, the first day that we were there. We were going to spend all day at Disney for her birthday. And then after Disney, we were going to do some tourist sites, things that I wanted to do. And so I had a like itinerary. I had everything planned out before we even got to Paris. So that saved me a lot of time. I didn't have to sit and think, oh, what are we going to do today? Or where you know where should we go next i didn't have to think about that stuff because it all was planned out the other thing that i said um that really so be intentional about your plans make sure you if you're traveling with a toddler make sure you pack extra items my daughter just turned three she's going through the potty training stages she's pretty much almost mastered it except for occasional accidents I knew that we were going to be on a long flight. And that's another thing. When we travel, whenever Ava and I travel, we make sure that we travel at night so that she can sleep through the the plane ride. It's easier for me. It's easier for the people on the plane if she's sleeping and not jumping up and down in the seat. Um, So typically we travel at night and um, she'll be up for like the first hour, but then after that she'll be asleep. So... Yeah, so I made sure that we were traveling at a certain time of the day because I know her bed schedule and I wanted her to stick to her routine schedule. 
then I also made sure that because we we're gonna be on a flight that I brought some extra pull-ups now I've been trying to get rid of the pull-ups altogether because I think it's when you're potty training a child it's important for you to make sure that they wear the big girl panties uh, so that they get so that they can feel the accident and they can get comfortable with that and not lazy with like the, the pull-ups but in this case we were traveling our flight was seven and a half hours from Philadelphia to Paris and we only had one stop that's another thing I made sure that there was not a whole bunch of layovers not a whole bunch of different like transfers and things like that we went from Syracuse to Philly from Philly to Paris that's it it was like everything was super smooth um it was my first time in Paris and I was just so excited that the trip went so smooth so I was intentional I made sure that my travel time was at night I made sure that I packed extra pull-ups in her bag and if you're going through um, the airport and you have a toddler it's kind of cool because they let you bring like food and drinks as long as you say it's for the kid so like I was packing like waters and juice and snacks and they would be like oh is this for the, the baby yep yes this is for the baby some of it was for me but <laughs> you know that's the cool thing about traveling with a toddler you get to bring certain things on the plane that you wouldn't normally be able to bring but as we were on our flight to Paris uh, because it was such a long flight, it was about eight hours, they gave us three meals. And so they gave us like uh, two full meals and like two uh, a snack in between or something like that. But the food was all right. It wasn't the best. It's, you know, it's food at the end of plane. So, you know, don't expect gourmet. Um, and what else? When we got to Paris... I made sure that I was aware of how we were going to get around. I found out through my research that they have Uber, they have taxi, they have the subway. And so it was very important for me to know that, um, you know, what was the most safest way of travel. And all three was pretty safe. We took a taxi from the airport to our hotel. And then that was like the only time we took a taxi. And then we took the subway once. We went to Disney, so we took... It was actually cheaper to take the subway. It was $7.50 for me and like $3.50 for Ava one way and one way there and one way back. So, you know, I spent like $30 round trip on the subway um, to get to Disney, which if we would have took an Uber or if we would have got a private shuttle, it would have been like 85 euros, which is like 95 American dollars, which is ridiculous. So $30 versus $90 to get to your destination you do the math so yeah when we got to our hotel it was beautiful I did a lot of research on the hotel it was like almost like five stars a hotel it was in the Latin Quarter so it was close to all the tourist stuff and the people at the hotel spoke very good English everything in Paris is like extremely small they're very conservative over there with energy and they don't waste things how like how we do in the U.S. And so everything was small, but it was comfortable. And I absolutely loved our hotel. 
I loved it because we had breakfast included every morning. The breakfast was really good. A lot of the, the food over there is very fresh and organic. And for those of you who don't know much about Paris, Paris is like number one when it comes to like sh their chefs and the food. Now I have to say this. I didn't enjoy all the food, but I think it has something to do with like my own personal choice, my own personal taste buds. I did enjoy the breakfast at our hotel because that was like extremely good every morning. And it took the hassle out for me. I didn't want to have to wake up every day and figure out what we we're going to eat for breakfast. So I made sure that breakfast was included. Um, what else? Our hotel is called, was called Hotel Mong, M-O-N-G-E. I think I'm saying it right. Um, but yeah, it was top-notch hotel. It was very beautiful inside and out. They helped us with like telling us what think where where we could go for food, where we could go to travel and things like that. Like the easiest way to get there. People were wonderful. Um, one of the cool things that I found out when I was traveling in Paris is public restrooms. You have to pay, which is kind of weird because you're not used to that in the states. But yeah, like if you're out in public, like we went to a lot of the tourist sites and my daughter, she was like playing in this dirt sand stuff. And I was like, oh my goodness, like we're far away from our hotel. I don't want to take an Uber back. How can I go to the bathroom and clean her up, change her clothes and continue our tourist day before we have to go back on an Uber? Man, I went to the public bathroom. It was like a dollar and fifty euros, which is like two dollars and something over American dollars. I was like, in my head, the per the person at the bathroom like door, they were charging. They had like a cash register machine right there by the door. It was interesting, but in my head, I was like, why do you have to pay to use a public restroom? But when you got in the public restroom, it was so clean. It was just so nice. So I'm thinking like, oh, maybe they should do this in America because the people over here is nasty. They don't take care of the restrooms. And I I do not like using public restrooms. Like if I was in America, I would literally probably would have went all the way back home. So that was something interesting that I didn't know that I found out. Also, like when you go over there, their phone, their um, electricity is different. So like if you have a portable charger a u.s one it won't work in paris you have to actually get an adapter piece that fits their electrical sockets but i was blessed because i actually didn't have to buy that piece my hotel had it for us so that was pretty nice but i thought that that was interesting too so yeah if you're a person that's traveling outside of the country and you're going to paris Make sure you're aware of that, that when you get over there, you're going to need something to charge your phone. So either have to buy the piece itself or see if your hotel might have it offer that piece for you. Uh, what else? Let me see. I'm sitting here thinking off the top of my head and reflecting because the journey was so beautiful. So, yeah, so the hotel was fabulous. The flight was smooth. I was intentional about everything. We went to different tourist sites. Um, my daughter she is a trooper like she's been traveling with me since she was about six months years old I mean six months years old what am I talking about she was traveling with me since she was about six months so um she's used to like traveling and I say that in the most humble way I don't really have a whole lot of problems with her on the 
on the plane. Like, on the way back, this is the first time she's traveled and I had to actually pay for her seat. And she had to sit in her own seat. Usually, she was a lap baby before she turned three. So, and that is interesting. Traveling with a three-year-old and you thinking, like, you're paying all this money for this little kid to sit on and just seat by themselves. And you're like, the reality is, for my daughter, she, she doesn't want to sit in that seat. She eventually climbs on top of me and doesn't give me any personal space. So it's like, I just pay all this money for you to sit in the seat and you're not even going to sit in the seat. On the way back home, we had a little bit of a issue with her sitting in the seat so the plane could take off. But it was very minor. Eventually, I talked her into sitting in the seat and she sat there until the plane took off. And of course, she got out of the seat um, like any other toddler would do. So I don't really, I don't have any fears when it comes to traveling with her because she's she's a trooper. She's used to it by now. And I'm just grateful that, you know, I do really have a really good child. And she's spoiled and she's very attached to me. And sometimes she can be a little annoying, but she is a great child and she's very smart. And I'm just grateful and blessed to have her in my life. So another thing about Paris, um, So when you go to these tourist places, like when you go to the museums and you see all these famous places and architect is beautiful, there's a lot of dirt and sand. So I would say that if you're going to um, do all the touristy things, get some really good sneakers to wear. Expect your sneakers to be extremely dirty after the day. Your socks are going to be dirty just from like the dust. There's, you wouldn't think that, you know, if you see pe- people's pictures of the Eiffel Tower and um, you don't, you didn't think that they were like stepping in a whole bunch of dirt and dust, but it really is. It's dusty around the Eiffel Tower. It, it's kind of unattractive when you first pull up to it because of the the ground level looks like that. But then there's different, um, it's such a big tower that there's different like levels that you can kind of go up to. And so... When you're on a platform, you don't see all of that dirt, if that makes any sense. But yeah, just keep that in mind. If you're going to go to a lot of these tourist attraction places, bring sneakers that are comfortable, that you don't mind getting dirty, um, and just dress comfortable. Paris in the summer, the weather was like 75, 80. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. It was just right. It was perfect. Like, we really chose the perfect time to go. The weather was just right. Um, The people. The people there are very um, about their business. You know, they go through their day. They do their thing. They're not overly friendly. They're not overly mean. They're just straightforward people. And I got lost at one point. Um... I was lost. I, I don't remember what I was looking for, but I was looking for something and got out of the Uber and got lost. And I'm a people's person for the most part. And so I just started asking people like, oh, what direction do I go in? Do you know where this is? Asking them in English. And I was blessed because I found a couple of people that spoke English. And oh, yeah, that's another interesting point now that I think about it. So when I was lost, I couldn't use my my phone gps because i didn't have wi-fi so i don't know if it's because it was my phone and my service i don't have the best 
service or whatever out, out of the country. But Paris doesn't have, you have to have like Wi-Fi to travel in the street or otherwise you don't get any connections. And a lot of people over there didn't have like Wi-Fi. I mean, there were some people that had Wi-Fi and they will like allow me to use their Wi-Fi so I can call like my Uber or stuff like that. It's interesting. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> there is so much to see. We were there for about four days, five days, four nights, something like that. And we didn't get to see all of Paris, but we saw most of Paris and we saw a lot of the um, tourist stuff. And I would say <clears throat> you probably need like an eight day vacation there, maybe two weeks if it were me. I mean, it's such a beautiful place. You want to if you really want to explore more than just the tourist stuff, like I would have loved to go off um, away from like the main attractions and go off to like different fancy restaurants to see if I could adapt to their foods. So what else about traveling with a toddler? My toddler and I, we were not alone. As I stated earlier, a lot of our photos pictured us by ourselves. Um, but if you look really closely in the photos, you can see some people that were taking pictures of us were with us. So yeah, my aunt and her daughter went to Paris with us and we had a blast all together. Like they kind of did their own thing. Her daughter's a lot older than mine. She, I think her daughter is like 21 or something like that. And so, or maybe she's 20. I don't know. But they did their own thing. And Ava and I, we did our own thing. We went on a boat cruise. That was nice. Again, it was easy to maneuver. It was over there by the Eiffel Tower. We got on a cruise. We went down the famous river. And it was just nice. Ava did really well. It was a lot of people on a boat. But she she's a people person like her mom so she adjusted really well she was excited like I wouldn't I didn't expect for Ava to be like so excited about this trip I don't think she obviously realizes that she went to Paris but I don't I do know um for the most part she was like really excited and she was really good um so yeah any don'ts let me see anything that you shouldn't do when traveling with a toddler um, I would say minimum at minimum, try not to give them a lot of fluids because then you're going to have to keep getting up and going to the bathroom when you're on the plane. Um, I mean, obviously, it's good to keep your kid hydrated. Uh, so don't like <laughs> not give them fluids. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that make sure that they use the bathroom before and after make sure you time your flight right so that they don't so they sleeping through most of it bring pull-ups i don't know just make it comfortable for them uh think about everything that you will want to be comfortable and make it comfortable for your toddler um pickpocketers when i did some research online i heard about people in paris that likes to like pickpocket you I didn't have that experience the people were pretty good to me over there um I kept my my I have like a little Michael Kors book bag I kept it really close to me just in case because I didn't want to lose anything especially not my ID or passport so I kept that like really close to me 
Um, what else? Don't be afraid. One of the things that I want to say is that a lot of times when you have kids, people think that your life is over. They think that you can't do anything that you've dreamed of doing anymore because now you have to dedicate all your time to raising this child. That is not true. Your life is just beginning when you have a kid. Kids enhance your life, okay? Yes, they can be annoying. Yes, they can be a headache. Yes, they're very time-consuming. Yes, they're very needy. Yes, they're very costly. They cost a lot of money to raise a kid, but they enhance your life. My daughter cracks me up. I could be in a bad mood and she do something silly and I'm like dying laughing. Like there's nobody on this earth that puts a smile on my face the way my daughter does. It's just a beautiful thing to see. I almost like, I almost like want try to take it for granted and I just keep asking God every day Lord please don't let me take this blessing for granted let me humble myself because I know everything that you give to us Lord is temporarily and we have to eventually give it back to you and so I'm just grateful that I I can experience her in all her fullness and I'm just grateful for the gift to be her mother and so that's what I say to myself all the time because I get so caught up and just the beauty of everything of that comes with parenting. And I think that that's what makes parenting a lot easier for me in some ways is that I'm very grateful for it. It's not like I'm bitter for I'm bitter or begrudgingly upset because I'm a mom. I don't ever think that my life has ended or stopped in any way shape or form. I actually think when I had my daughter, it brought out the best version of me. Hmm. Because I think I was searching for more of a purpose, you know, and my daughter has been an assignment to me from God. And I take that assignment very seriously. And I realized that my daughter was a gift for me to really reflect on who I am as a person, who I am as a woman, and how can I be a better person all around And that's what she does for me. So like I said, if I'm having a bad day, my daughter says something funny, instant smile goes on my face because, you know, kids pick up on your energy. And so you want to be very self-aware of what you're giving off so that they don't pick up on that. You're not projecting your emotions on them because then they start to internalize that as they did something wrong. In reality, you might just be going through a bad day. So I just, I try my hardest to put my best foot forward when I'm in front of my daughter because I want her to always see me in the best state, you know. I know there may be times in the future where I might not have a great day and she might see that and that's okay too, but 90% of the time I want her to see me in the best state of mind. And so, yeah, so kids do not stop you from traveling They don't stop you from accomplishing your career goals. They don't stop you from accomplishing your financial goals. They don't stop you from accomplishing your relationships or your spiritual goals. They enhance you. They make you become the best version of you. This may sound weird to some people, but I'm not... I don't think everybody's supposed to be married. I'm not against marriage. I would love to be married to the right person. Um, and when I say right person, I'm thinking about someone that is uh, not selfish, spiritually grounded, you know, um, someone that, you know, really can enhance me 
in the way that my daughter kind of enhances me. And I'm, I'm not going to go into my checklist of what I want in a marriage, but I will say this, that I realized that my daughter being born before I got married has actually prepared me to be a better wife to my future husband. And I say that because I've learned so much with motherhood. And I think those skills I didn't have before I had my daughter, you know, patience. I can imagine that in any marriage or any relationship, you're going to have to have a lot of patience. Unconditional love. Learned that with my daughter. My daughter will, again, she's going through potty training. She will poop in a corner somewhere. And I would go over her. I would get annoyed in my head, but I have to put on my best face. I would go to her and say, it's okay. Accidents happen. But where do big girls poo-poo at? They poo-poo in the toilet. And to me, that is unconditional love. Because if somebody, if some grown person shit on my floor, I'd be like, yo, you got to go. <laughs> but kids are so innocent. They bring out a different side of you. So, yeah, you have to have patience. You have to have unconditional love. And you have to know how to cook in the marriage, right? A lot of women nowadays don't know how to cook in the kitchen, honey. And before I had Ava, I know how to cook. I eat very different, I would say. I cook to my liking. I don't eat beef. I don't eat pork. I got. I, I was vegan at one point, but I went back to eating seafood and chicken occasionally. But long story short, with my child, I cook meals for her, breakfast, lunch, and dinner every night. I don't ever want my child to go to bed hungry. And I wasn't cooking like that before. So I know that that's a part of my preparation of being a wife too. So I'm patient, unconditional love. I get down in the kitchen three meals a day. And another thing that I think really helped bring out the best in me is that I reflect a lot. I reflect on my behaviors more. I reflect on who I am as a woman more. I reflect on what I want and what I don't want more. And I just have time to sit and think. And it's crazy because when you have a kid, you really don't think that you have the time to do that. But again, the word intentional, you have to be intentional about making time to do that. And I've been intentional. When my daughter, she sleeps Every night, I try to make sure she's in bed by 8.30. After she's eating her meal, she showered, we read the book. By 8.30, she'd be knocked out. Sometimes I'd be knocked out with her. But most times, I try to stay up and I reflect. I reflect on how my day went. I would always say to myself, what did I do the best today as a mom? And what's the area that I can do better in? And I always sit there and I reflect on that because I pray for wisdom I just want to be a best, the best mother that I can possibly be. And I know that I'm going to make some mistakes along the way. And I know that my daughter's going to grow up and she's going to say that to her friends or maybe to her therapist or maybe to someone in her life that there was something that I didn't do. Something. And I can't wait to hear what she has to say because right now, at this point in her life, I feel like I'm a really good, dope mother. I feel like... I feel like... If she don't think that she's having a blast in her childhood, then I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else I could do. 
But I know she's going to come up with something when she get older because we all do. If we sit down and think about it, no matter how good our parents were, they tried the best they could to do the, with what they knew and what they had to do the best they could with us. But somehow we still find it some fault, flaws in them. We still find it fault. So I know my daughter will find that in me too. But I say all of that to say as I begin to wrap up this podcast children enhances your life they bring out a better version of you if you are a mom a new mom or thinking about becoming a mom or an experienced mom but never heard anybody say this that i'm gonna say to you before your life does not stop when you have kids your life has just begun it's a different version of you children help you to mature and evolve they help you to prioritize better think about your future more I don't know maybe it's just me but my kid brought out the best version of me and I'm grateful for that and I'm humbled and I just pray that God continues to give me wisdom he continues to supply all of his all of our needs according to his riches of glory So whether you are a a woman who's married, single, divorced, or widow, your children will bring out the best version of you. Trust and believe that. Everything that you want to do, do it. Just include them in the process. And finding some type of harmony, I was going to say balance, but I think that's a superficial word. Harmony is more what I try to strive for. And to me, harmony is just a sense of peace and serenity. Finding that moment of peace and serenity every day is so important. Whether you get that in the morning before the kids wake up, whether you get that at night when they go to sleep, or whether you drop them kids off to camp, their daddies, daycare, their grandma, and you take a me day, and you get that serenity and you peace. Find that peace and serenity where you can just sit, reflect, think, be safe, and not be a parent for a few moments. I hope this podcast helped. It's about, right now, it's literally like 11.30 p.m. on Saturday. And I'm recording this so that I can release it tomorrow on Sunday. So... I don't plan on re-recording this again, so excuse all the errors that I'm making in my grammar or the way that I'm speaking. It's late at night, but I really wanted you guys to know that my podcast is authentic truth. I don't try to sugarcoat anything. I'm just speaking my truth. Sometimes I go back and I listen to my podcast and I think about all the mistakes that I made and I'm just like, you know what? Hey. Life is about making mistakes and learning from them and continuing to get better, right? So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, if you're traveling outside the country with a toddler, be intentional about your travel plans. If Make sure you try to travel at night. If your kid is a person that sleeps through the night, it'll be easier for you. Bring extra clothing, pull-ups if you have to, if the kid is under three and have issues with the bathroom. Make sure you have an itinerary. You know what you're going to do when you get there. So everything is organized. Everything is well planned out. And if you can go with people, then great. But if you have to travel alone, do it. 
you know, do it. Live life fearlessly because nobody's going to show up in this world and hold your hand and walk you through it. If you're sitting around waiting for somebody to save you, you're stuck. Everybody that's waiting for somebody to save them or fix their life is stuck. So get unstuck. Do whatever you want to do. Live your best life. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I really hope that you hit subscribe. Tune in next time. I'm going to try to do at least one or two episodes a month. What I love most about this podcast is that I do it on my own time. Some people, And I got a lot of followers now, too. Thank you, guys. Hi, my new followers. But, yeah, I do this on my own time. It's fun for me to talk. I like to talk. I like to write. I like to journal. So, I hope that something in this podcast has helped you or helped someone that you know. Thank you so much. God bless. See you next time.